Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in Acts chapter 12 today, and we have been covering the story of how Jesus, speaking and leading up to his own uh, death on the cross, had been speaking about our own death, our own spiritual death, and how it is critical that we all are able to embrace that idea in order to join him in the life that he now was giving. He would die and we must die spiritually. And we're gonna pick it up in verse 27. And verse 27 reads, Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this time. He goes on and says, But I came to this time for this cause. Now, verse 27 reads again, Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this time, but I came to this time for a cause. Now, This verse allows us to see deeply into the humanity of Jesus Christ. For Jesus is acknowledging much in this verse. He begins by saying, my soul is troubled. Now that is a concept we rarely consider. One that says that Jesus could be troubled by anything. Yet we need to remember that while he was indeed all God, Let us not forget he was also all man at the same time. The understanding of that is speaks not only of death, but I want you to see that it speaks of the pain of death. And that's a very critical point in this passage. Hebrews 2 verses 9 through 10 speaks of the fact that Jesus willingly accepted the pain as well as the emotion of humanity. Jesus went to the cross as deity, but he walked the path to that cross and experienced the reality of that cross as a man. Now, Jesus verbalizing this reasoning, the thought process is given here in this passage as to what is going on inside of him on that day. It speaks of his grand purpose that was now approaching. Jesus gives voice to this obvious question. What am I supposed to be doing here? He would be thinking, should I ask God to rescue me? Should I seek to be removed from my destiny? Should I call out to God in in an aspect of desire to avoid pain? I think it's important for us to note that Jesus himself experienced a troubled soul. Jesus himself experienced a human desire to avoid pain. Now, many of us are quite uncomfortable embracing these truths. We're uncomfortable with the humanity of Jesus. Oh, the deity of Jesus is something we readily hold on to, but his humanity is something that so many of us are quite uncomfortable with. And we're not alone in that. Now look, Jesus could have relieved himself of both death and the pain. But what's important herein is that he chose not to. 
His great concern was the obedience to and the glorifying of his father. For Christ, you see, the primary issue was not to feel good, but rather to fulfill his calling. RBC's Daily Bread, it's a uh, devotional, a daily devotional, it says this about the subject. No one has suffered more than our Father in heaven. No one has paid more dearly for the allowance of sin into the world. No one has so continuously grieved over the pain of a race gone bad. No one has suffered like the one, capital O, who paid for our sin in the crucified body of his own son. No one has suffered more than the one who, when he stretched out his arms and died, showed us how much he loved us. It is this God who, in drawing us to himself, asks us to trust him when we are suffering and when our own loved ones cry out in our presence. You see, gang, the pain, the wounds of Christ, these things would become his credentials. It is something we take for granted, yet without such, well, Jesus would now today just be another guru, another wise teacher, another religious leader. You see, if Jesus had not experienced pain, let's face it, we wouldn't be here today. John Stott in the book, The The Cross for Christ says this, in the real world of pain, how could one worship a God who was immune to it? I have entered many Buddhist temples in different Asian countries and stood respectful before the statue of Buddha, his legs crossed, his arms folded, his eyes closed, the ghost of a smile playing around his mouth, a remote look on his face detached from the agonies of the world. But each time, after a while, I had to look away, and in my imagination I have turned instead to the lonely, twisted, tortured figure on the cross, nails through hands and feet. Both lacerated limbs wretched, brow bleeding from thorn pricks, mouth dry and intolerably thirsty, plunged in God-forsaken darkness. That is the God for me. He laid aside his immunity to pain. He entered our world of flesh and blood, tears and death. He suffered for us. Our sufferings become more manageable in the light of his There is still a question mark against human suffering, but over it we stamp another mark, the cross which symbolizes divine suffering. In verse 28 of our chapter 12, we read on, Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came out of the sky saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the multitude who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him, and Jesus answered, The voice hasn't come for my sake, but for your sakes. Now, despite all that Jesus was facing herein, he still was not seeking comfort. He was not seeking ease. He was not seeking glory or fame for himself. No, his purpose was to bring glory to the Father. Let's face it, he was willing to do so at any cost, even the cost of his very life. He lived for God, and he died for God. Now for the third time in the Gospels, we read of how a voice of God spoke out. Now each of those three times was in response to an act or a commitment of Christ towards his Father. You know, many are quick to claim that, well, they never heard God speak. 
Where exactly do you stand when it comes to the issue of the cross today? Are you dying to self or living for self? Because I have to tell you, it's the one who is dying to self, it's he or she that hears from God. When we live for ourselves, we only hear from ourselves. God spoke that day saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Now, if I might take a little bit of liberty here, I would believe that there is an emphasis, one that, that comes forth like this. I have glorified it. Because, you know, after all, for 33 years now, Jesus walked this earth, and it seemed that every day of those 33 years, he brought glory to his Father. Are we so willing? Is that the life we seek? Now, most of those who stood by that day, it says, heard something, just not the clear voice of their Creator. I guess that's how it is for most, most of the time for most folks. Apparently, however, John heard it clearly, for he recorded it herein as such. So we know where John stood in all this, don't we? You know, there are always going to be plenty of people who have the ability to sit through service after service, Bible study after Bible study, class after class, and still never understand. It seems no matter how many services they attend, they still never understand. They still never hear his voice. Sadly, that state of, uh, of this individual can go on for years and years without movement. We can just, I don't know, sit in the pew and pass our Sundays away. And you know what? Our lives too while we're at it. But Jesus said, this voice did not come for my benefit, but for yours. I understand this vividly because I live too, also hear that voice. And so do some of you. Now others will not. And in truth, you do not really want to today. Because the potential cost of hearing that voice, let's face it, is just simply too high. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.